Welcome to the podcast, Let the Prophet Speak. Today we are going to study Jeremiah 45, that's the prophet Yirmiyahu, Perak Memhe. This is Saul Weinreb, the uh, host of this podcast. Chapter 45 is a little bit of a flashback. Um, we just finished in 44 hearing the um, speech that Yirmiyahu gave to the people that had sought refuge in Egypt and the debate that he had with them. The people uh, stating that, that they were going to continue worshiping idols and um, because in their thought process, the God of Israel didn't help them when they went to the temple and, and prayed and gave sacrifices and so on. But the other nations, such as the Egyptians and the Babylonians that are worshiping their gods, seem to be successful. So Jeremiah has it all wrong. And Jeremiah explained to the people that they had it all wrong, that what God wants is not libations and sacrifices and offerings and prayers. What he wants is change your ways, change your behavior. What God wants is justice, righteousness, etc., now, the uh, people claimed that Jeremiah, who they knew to be a, a holy man and a, of God, was being um, influenced by his uh, scribe, by his, uh, his faithful assistant, Baruch ben Neiria. If we recall, back a couple chapters ago, Baruch ben Neiria was the scribe who wrote down Yirmiyahu's prophecies. He um, wrote them, transcribed them as Yirmiyahu dictated them. And then Baruch ben Neiriyahu was the one who came into the temple and read Yirmiyahu's prophecies from the scroll that he had written. Baruch ben Neiriyahu put his life in danger when that happened. And um, we're going to flash back to that time when he first read those prophecies. If you remember, that scroll was then brought in front of the king who at the time was the king Jehoiakim. The king tore up the scroll, burnt it, and refused to listen to the messages in it, and ordered the arrest of Baruch and Yirmiyahu, who had to run into hiding. So now, um, now we're going to flash back to that time again, and we have learned, we, we learned several times of the promise that God made to Jeremiah that he would not die, but that he would not die in the in the conflagration in the um, siege and attacks of the Babylonians, and presumably not even in the attacks against Egypt that are about to occur, that we studied about a little bit in the last chapter. But in this coming chapter, we're going to learn about the promise between um, that God made between Baruch, the scribe. Uh, at those events. So let's flash back to those days again. Hadavar, the word Asher, the Beriyumriyo Hanavi, that Jeremiah the prophet spoke. This is verse 1, chapter 45. El Baruch Beneiriyah, 2, Baruch Beneiriyah. It was the word of God that he spoke to him, when he wrote down all of these things, all of these prophecies that we've been reading about in this book until now. Al Sefer on a scroll, he was transcribing the words of Jeremiah himself. 
and which had occurred in the fourth year of the reign of Yehoiakim ben Yoshiyahu, Melech Yehuda, the king of Judah, Lamar saying as follows. So, so this is a prophecy to Jeremiah regarding the fate of Baruch, the fate of the scribe. Koamar, verse 2, Koamar Adonai Elohei Yisrael, so says God the Lord of Israel, Alecha, regarding you and your fate, Baruch. I'm telling you something about you personally. Amarta, I know that you have said, Jeremiah is repeating what God says. So this is, God is saying, I know that you, you said, Oinali, woe is to me. Ki yasaf Adonai because God has now added worry and grief on top of my pain. He's already being abused by the people for reading a scroll that they didn't want to hear. But now it's even worse. I have to run into hiding. Yogati bi anchasi. I am exhausted because of by, by my crying. I know I'm I, I'm so I've been crying so hard that I'm exhausted from crying, and I find no rest. So, so God is acknowledging the prayer and the suffering of Baruch, and ko tomar elov. So shall you speak to him. So again, this is God telling Yirmiyahu, the prophet, what to tell Baruch to reassure him. This is what you should say. That this is the word of God. That which I have built, meaning the land, the city of Jerusalem, the temple, I will destroy. That which I have planted, I will uproot. And this applies to the entire land. And you, I'll if you're going to seek some sort of grandeur for yourself, in other words, if what you're looking for is some great position of leadership, and, and that's what you're trying to get, and you're, you're upset because you're not, you're not getting any, any great, great leadership, some of the commentaries assume this means that Baruch wanted to be a prophet himself, this is Rashi's approach is that because there are several places where uh, um, we just saw in like in chapter 33, God said to Jeremiah that I will speak great things to you. If that's what you want, don't search for that because arrogance is not what I'm looking for. That's not going to get you out. If what you want to be is a great leader, because I am going to be bringing punishment, and those that are arrogant, I am not going to spare. They will end up getting punished. So I'm giving you advice. I will, though, save your life. And I will grant yourself, you, your soul, your life, as a prize of war. We've used this term several times. Shalal usually means what someone wins or captures in war. And it's been used as a reference to the only thing some of the, the, the refugees gained from the entire war with the Babylonians is their lives. And that's the only thing they're going away with. And you, Baruch, I promise that you will 
retain your life regardless of where you may go which seems to be a hint that Baruch will one day be exiled from Israel and land in another land and that in that other land there will also be destruction but Baruch will survive both as we see and as we've learned from the previous chapters that this is what happened that that he survived the Baruch survived the um, siege he survived the war with the Babylonians he survived the the um, turmoil uh, that followed the assassination of Gedaliah he ended up going down to Egypt with the people and then when the people were destroyed in Egypt um, there were a few a few refugees left that ran back to to Judea and Baruch was one of those because God fulfilled his promise to Baruch this concludes a very short chapter here a little flashback to what happened back then but it kind of makes sense to put it here because now we see the um we see that God promised Baruch years back like some 20 some odd years back and God kept that promise to him the whole way through and apparently Baruch took the message to heart and did uh, seek you know did remain humble did not did not search for grandeur or greatness for himself which is part of the reason that in all of the action that we've heard there have been all of these leaders names that popped up um, during the, the the discussions around uh, the appointment of Gedalia and during the wars between the the skirmishes between Gedalia supporters and and anti-Gedalia people and during all of the speeches Baruch has not showed up maybe because he maintained a low profile because God warned him not to seek arrogance not to seek leadership thank you so much for studying chapter 45 together looking forward to studying chapter 46 in the future chapters that we are going to take uh, change, we're going to start the section of Jeremiah in which he turns and addresses the nations of the world um, in a similar pattern that we saw in Isaiah uh, and we see in many of the prophets that, that their message was um, both local to the people who they were speaking to and living within, the people of Israel, but their message was really a, a message to the entire world. And in the next few chapters, we're going to hear Jeremiah as he speaks to the nations of the world. Again, thank you for participating. Uh, until now, looking forward to studying chapter 46 and the rest of the book of Jeremiah together.